When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pretzels. Look. What, Chips? Look. Who's the new guy? Fanta. I think he's looking at me. Uh, Pretzels, you got it twisted. He's looking at me. Stop being salty, Chips. We both got a chance. Shh, he's coming over. Ladies. Hi. And hello to you. Back at you, handsome. Fanta picked beef jerky? Mm, girl, we're gonna be here a while. Today is episode 1657 of No BS Job Search Advice Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Altman, the Big Game Hunter, and welcome to another episode. Hooray! And as a matter of fact, it's either today or tomorrow that was the anniversary of the first episode of this show. I can't believe. I have to go back and look up what the actual date was. You know, I'll have it in tomorrow's uh, introduction. And today's show is one where I'm going to talk with you about avoiding some of those embarrassing interview mistakes that happen along the way that just are so ridiculous, particularly in a final interview. Man, it's painful when one of these happens. Hope you find it helpful. Hope you give it a great review. And I hope you really like the show. Again, Thursday, Thanksgiving in the United States. No show that day. I'll be back on Friday. And with that, let's get going. Unfortunately, I had the experience of having to tell people after a final interview that they had been turned down. And over the years, I compiled a a number of faux pas, mistakes that people made at final interviews. And I'll just simply say before I go further, if you'd like me to prepare you for an interview or a final interview so that you can walk in with your questions answered and as well prepared as you can possibly be, visit my website, thebiggamehunter.us. Use one of the tabs on top that's going to direct you to a place where you can hire me to schedule you can hire me to work with you for this, okay? If you're earlier in your search, I'd love to work with you throughout the search as well. That information is also available there. So here are a few of the mistakes that people have made over the years. And I've got a section specifically for video interviews, so hang in there, because if you've got a video interview, you know, this is this is going to be important to you, okay? So the first thing is being inadequately prepared including not researching the interviewer. Now, inadequately prepared is really pretty simple to avoid. And the simplest way is take a little quiet time and reflect on the interviews that you've done previously. What have they told you or not told you about the role? How have you answered particular questions? What stories have you told? And just review those. So that this way, your answers are congruent. And ideally, you want to have one or two additional stories that illustrate your successes as part of your presentation. Another thing people have done is they just walked in, and if they're being represented by a recruiter, 
contingency or executive search. They haven't really checked in with the firm to get their views on the person that they'll be meeting with. They may have a longer relationship with this person than just simply reading a LinkedIn profile. They may actually have worked with this person for years, and you might get some texture about what they're like and how to present your ideas to them well. Another mistake people make is not being punctual, or if they are late for circumstances outside of your control, not acknowledging, apologizing, or explaining the lateness. You know, I, I've had clients tell me for years that you know they loathe. I really use that word specifically. They loathe when people just walk in 20 minutes late and are coming for the interview, and it's as though nothing happened. They're human beings on the other side of the desk, and they're there to evaluate and assess you, and everything you do or don't do sends a message to them. So if you are late, you know, traffic, trains, whatever it is, just make a quick apology and, and say something along the lines of, I'm so sorry I'm late. You know, traffic, you know, there was an accident along the way. I called in. I don't know if you got the message, but I tried to hit you know, to let you know I was going to be late. I'm very sorry. Not a normal occurrence for me. Thank you. Uh, so that's another mistake people make. Uh, one that has always annoyed me when people uh, have done it with me is asking obvious questions that have already been answered or could be answered on the website. What kind of value are, are you getting from answering, asking something obvious. Um, so it, it's a dumb mistake. You want to have some textured, detailed questions. Um, and the, con you know, the, the other side of this is not having quality questions prepared. So that there have been things that have surfaced in the course of, uh, of your interviews that are going to suggest follow-up. Or, you know, here's one of my classics, and, uh, and I mentioned this to a, a CMO candidate I was representing, or I shouldn't say represent, I've been coaching recently. You know, uh, I've, I've spoken with so-and-so, and they've given me a sense of what I need to look out for in order to adequately serve them. But I want to make sure that your preferences, your needs, your wishes are attended to as well. You know, over the first year, you know, well, well, actually, let me back up for a second. Over the first 30, 60, 90 days, what are your expectations for me? And that becomes the starting point as to what your hiring manager or the executive for the function thinks about what you should be working on and accomplishing. And then from there, you know, if we were sitting down a year from now, what would success look like? You know, how would I demonstrate to you that I was a great hire? That basically, again, sends the message that you want to be a successful individual and that you want to get their input on what success looks like. Another mistake people make is talking about money prematurely or not being prepared to discuss salary at all. So it's like they walk in and they know that this subject could come up. The firm is interested enough to bring them back for a final interview. Always assume that there's someone else or two other people that you're competing with. And if you're not prepared to discuss compensation, you know, you're making a mistake. Because if they're trying to get that information from you, they don't want you to go home and think about it and then get back to them. So 
you know, I'll just simply say that you have to be prepared with that. Uh, bad body language. Now, I'm on camera, and this would be certainly true in a camera situation, like I'll cover a little bit later. But if you sat back in the chair and, and made it seem like you were uncomfortable or looked like a slob, you know, obviously a mistake <laughs> that you could make. A long-winded, rambling answer. 45 seconds is the correct length of time, tops for most answers. And if you could do it in 30 seconds, that works well. I'll simply say, if you don't believe me, take out your phone, start the timer, and then start to talk to your wife, husband, partner, or anyone else. And just see how long 30 seconds is and how long 45 seconds is. Babble if you need to, but you'll discover that 30 seconds is a long time, as is 45. Now, let's start to get into a couple of other things. Oh, almost forgot. You don't post about the interview and what happened on social media, okay? <laughs> hey, I had a final interview with so-and-so at such-and-such. I think it went great. Or, oh, man, I blew that one. Don't post that. <laughs> Please, okay? Now, when you're going to be on camera, I, I want to remind you of a couple of specific things. Number one is do a reboot of your system prior to the interview so everything is fresh and the likelihood of your, your lips and your words not being in sync are minimized. Uh, check your connection. Check your camera. You want to make sure that the visual is, is as high def as possible and you present well. See where your eyes meet the camera. You don't necessarily have to look at it like I'm doing right now. You can look off to a side and still suggest that you're making eye contact. And that's really what you want to be doing. You also want to, um, you know, with some of the video conferencing services, they want you to you know, introduce yourself by name to the individual and don't be a jerk and come out with some you know, ridiculous name for yourself. Like, you know, I'll simply say, if I want to introduce myself as coach, obviously I've got the hat on for that, but I wouldn't type that in as the way I introduce myself to the person interviewing me, right? It would just be Jeff Altman. So keep it simple. Okay, and lastly, minimize the possibility of distractions. Now, if you live in a household with other people, try and get them set up in a way that they're not going to be a distraction. You don't want to be the next YouTube star with, you know, the kids walking in on the interview and uh, embarrassing you as happened to a, a reporter on the BBC who was being interviewed for a story and suddenly the first kid walks in. And then the baby, you know, it, I forget what they're called, but it's, it's like a, um, it's almost like a, a life preserver with wheels, <laughs> you know, starts to walk in. And then mom is pulling the kids out. And this is all on camera on the BBC. So you don't want to be the next YouTube sensation. I saw one video had 25 million views. Another one had nine and a half million views. You don't want to be that person, do you? All you want to do is present yourself effectively and powerfully. You want to be able to get them to make the offer to you, and you want to be in the position where you're deciding. I want to repeat that. You want to be in the position where you're deciding, and circumstances are not making it easy for them to turn you down. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few more ways to get more from me. 
First of all, at my website, which is thebiggamehunter.us, I have more than 7,000 blog posts there that you can watch, listen to, or read that will help you find your next job. While there, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching from me, you can schedule a session, either a discovery call or a coaching session with me by using the button on the homepage that says schedule. You'll see a number of different options. If you just want to have a quick chat to see if coaching makes sense, use the discovery call option. If you want the best of my advice with an emphasis on interviewing, go to JobSearchCoachingHQ.com where I've curated information with a focus on interviewing. If you decide to take a lifetime membership at the site, Basically, what I do is I give you the money back in the form of one hour of coaching with me that you can use as two 30-minute sessions. Thus, the site becomes free. You can also hire me for a resume or LinkedIn profile critique, trusted advisor services, help with a salary negotiation, and much, much more of my website. Like you, I don't work for free. I do charge for what I do. You can also take my classes on Skillshare and become a premium member using the link in the show notes and receive two months for free instead of just the one that the site offers. Skillshare offers thousands and thousands of courses, not just simply mine, but on a host of different subjects that can help you in many different ways. Lastly, join my group on Facebook, which is called Career Angles. It's free to the first 250 members who join and is focused on helping you do better at work. Information is shared daily, and we're attempting to build a supportive group there. Ask to join. I'm not letting recruiters in, so it's a safe place, and you won't get harassed. And I'll be back tomorrow with more. And in the meantime, I hope you have a great day. Be great! With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details.